As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Hey, hey, welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. I am so excited to have you here today. And wow, do we have an amazing show for you. We've got Greg Levine, and we are going to be diving into your business financials. And business financials matter. And by the time we finish today, you're going to know how a part-time CFO can help you gain even more clarity in your business. You're going to have some insights and tools, and we're going to go through some, some key business reports that you should really have a handle on that are going to help you make even better strategic business decisions. And more importantly, you're going to leave feeling empowered to take control over your business finances. It's going to be an incredible, incredible day. You're going to get a ton of value. And I am so excited to have Greg Levine here. Greg has a passion to help business owners just like you grow your business and stay on top of your financials. His company, Action Now CFO, provides you with virtual CFO services or CFO for hire services so that you can achieve full transparency when you're looking at your business's financial health and make those sound strategic business decisions. Greg, welcome to the show. All right. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I am so excited to, to talk to you and hear what you're going to share with everyone today. And, and I always like to ask people, how did you get started doing what you're doing? Well, it's a good question. Um, I uh, studied accounting in college and um, I was doing that for a while. And then I took a course in uh, business coaching and, you know, personal coaching. And I sort of looked for a way to... Uh, men meld the two together. So I had like accounting and coaching together and that sort of transformed me to uh, part-time CFO work. And he asked, how was that? And I came up with like a way to use people's financial statements as a way of, and, and the coaching element along with the financial statements to help people um, understand their numbers, go through line by line to their Go, th go through line by line through their P&L or um, balance sheet and use the coaching uh, methodologies that I use to help people really think through their numbers and uh, come up with new strategies and uh, transform their businesses one line at a time, as I say. Wow. I, and this is so important. We're going to really dive deep here in a moment when we start talking about the, the numbers. But, you know, I, I know so often we may think, hey, I, I've got a I've got a CPA who's doing the books. I got the, the bookkeeper doing the financials and I get like this little, you know, report and I got more money in the bank. And sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. That, right. What do you really mean by having a handle on, on our numbers and staying on top of the financials? Great question. So uh, yeah, it's going up, it's going down, but do you actually know why it's going up, why it's going down? And uh, if you were to be hopefully always reconciling your bank statements and pulling your P&Ls, pulling a general ledger, pulling a balance sheet, 
and really actually seeing what is driving those numbers. And if you are not looking at them, then you got to wonder, how can you improve? How can you, uh, you know, get out the fat that's uh, taking up all your expenses? And uh, how can you improve those revenue items and focus on the revenue items that are actually really driving your business, opposed to possibly the revenue items that you spend a lot of time in, but they're not uh, bringing you very significant revenue? Okay, so so maybe right, may, maybe I'm spending a lot of time. You know, I, I'm just going to make this up. May, maybe I'm doing all my marketing on Facebook, but I'm not getting that many results there. But all my marketing I'm doing on Facebook, I do get results, right? Knowing our numbers can help us track things like that, right? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And and so you know, I, I want to actually kind of back up a little because you know, not a lot of people know what a, a fractional CFO does. Heck, maybe you're listening. You don't. You don't even know what a CFO does. And so. I thought it would just be useful to, to maybe kind of take a high level view, right? Let's pretend we're a multi-million dollar, you know, multinational corporation and talk about some of the executives that may be on the executive team and, and a little bit about their role. Because I think if we understand that, you're going to really understand what a what a part-time or fractional CFO can do for your business. And so, you know, who are some of the typical executives we may find in a business? Absolutely. So, um, so typically when somebody needs a, let's say a fractional CFO, part-time CFO, they already have, uh, let's say a bookkeeper or accountant already in their business that does the, uh, does the bookkeeping general accounting work. And then they bring somebody in because they want someone with a little bit higher level knowledge. They can really help with the uh, business strategic decisions that come from the work that the bookkeeper or accountant has already done. So, uh, you know, what we do is we take those numbers that have been produced in the reports and we work with this, we work with the, uh, business owner or who, you know, somebody in the, uh, uh, executive level. And we help you really dissect, understand, strategize those numbers so that you can on a monthly basis, on a regular basis, improve your numbers and, uh, get your business to the next level. Okay. So, so really kind of that, that bookkeeper, right? They're just delivering the numbers or saying, Hey, here, here's the report. Here's your P and L here's your balance sheet, but they're not necessarily giving you insight into what those things mean. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Whereas your role is really to kind of come along and, and the CFO's role in a business is to say, hey, here's the numbers. How do we how do we start, you know, focusing on what's going to move them in the right directions? Exactly. Correct. Okay. Yep. And, and so, right. So, so as a, as a full-time CFO, right. You know, that can be kind of an expensive position to hire for. And, and, and at what level do you typically see a, a, a business bring on a full-time CFO? Well, they'd have to already have uh, a bookkeeper in, you know, on staff. So uh, once that's, you know, already a, a, a thing, which typically they already, which is typical for most uh, business owners, um, most businesses, they have somebody who's doing the accounting, whether it's the business owner themselves, it's a very small company or a little bit larger where they, you know, need someone and they just don't have time to be doing the bookkeeping themselves. So that's like the fundamental first part. And uh, so it could really it could start small, you know, I mean, if they have, you know, a little bit more income that they want to uh, devote towards somebody helping them in the strategic uh, strategic area, then it doesn't have to be that big of a company. But it can also, of course, go to, uh, you know, very large companies that just need that. They have, you know, possibly an accountant, a controller, but, uh, you know, not somebody at the next level. Okay. And so, you know, it can start very small and can go to very big. 
Yeah, but, but right. I mean, even in that, you mentioned, you know, maybe the accountant, maybe the controller. I, I know many people listening, right? They may not even know that there's a difference but between those roles. And so, right, help us think through, you know, the, the kind of business that, that's really going to benefit from bringing in a, a CFO for hire on that fractional basis. And, you know, at what level do you typically see businesses bring on a, a full-time? Are they doing 10 million of revenue? Are they doing 5 million of revenue, right? Where's that full-time level? And then, you know, where does the, the fractional fit? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, good question. Uh, well, you know, it's it's hard to state exactly a number because it depends on the you know how much the person wants to spend and how much the you know the CFO wants to, uh, to put in. But the point is, is that once a business uh, owner is at the point where they are they they have a growth mindset, they have a mindset where they want to be on top of their finances. They understand that, you know, not really analyzing their numbers is not going to help them make the right decisions in their company. It's at that point that they need to, that if they desire that level of expertise, they can do it. So it doesn't really have necessarily a number necessarily behind it in revenues that they need in order to bring it on. It's just uh, the desire of the business owner to want that growth and that uh, level of help in the business that is oftentimes very necessary. Okay, gotcha. And so, right, if you're that that driven dentist, you maybe have a, a couple practices, and you're you're looking at your number, right? You're 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 growth minded. You, you want to expand. You know, where would you take someone if they want to kind of start looking at their, their financial statements? What what are some areas that, that they can start looking at to to really start getting a handle on their number, right? If you wanted to give them one or two things that they could walk away and go do right away, where would you tell someone to start looking at their numbers? Well, Tim, I got to be honest with you. When you say that, I actually get excited because I'm just thinking about a dental practice with so, especially when like, you know, you got a dentist, he's there to clean teeth and he's got all these different practices, four different practices, let's say. And um, does he exactly know, like, is he looking at a, a income statement every month to see which practice is doing the best, which practice maybe spending too much on supplies, maybe supplies all of a sudden are going out the door. They don't even know where they went. Maybe somebody was taking them. Maybe they were getting broken. You got uh, maybe employees that aren't really paying attention to, you know, the uh, the equipment, and that's why you're you're you know you're bleeding at one place. But if you don't if you don't take at least like a, an hour out of the month to analyze those P and L's, see the mm -hmm. difference between you know practice one, practice two, practice three, practice four. How are you ever going to really uh, take the business to the next level? And especially if you're um, you know, if there are big problems, I mean, you could have one practice where you weren't even didn't even realize that you have twice the uh, the overhead. I mean, you just it just got out of hand, and you're too busy cleaning teeth, worrying about patients, and you didn't take that couple hours out of the month to really analyze and see and transform the company in a way that's really not even that hard. It just takes the couple eyeballs on the uh, on those numbers once or twice a month. Okay. Well, right. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, I, I do work with a lot of dentists and the majority of them answer, I have no idea what each practice is doing. Right. Right. Because they, like you've mentioned, they've never really taken the time to, to set these systems up. And so, you know, it, it, let's say, you know, you, you're working with one of these dentists, right? They've got those, those couple of practices, but they don't actually have separate financials for everyone. It, it, is that, is that a good place to start is making sure that, you know, each practice actually has its own set of books. Yeah, I mean, the you could either have each practice have its own set of books, or if you use QuickBooks, you can use something called class accounting, where you could classify each 
uh, each practice with its uh, with a different class so that you'd be able to break out your financials very easily uh, through that. I mean, I would probably recommend different books because it makes it a lot easier, but you could also, uh, you know, put it all into one. And as, as I said, classify them separately and you can see like, uh, you know, uh, one verse two, two verse three, three verse four. And on a monthly basis, you can really get a great snapshot of how everybody's doing in comparison to each other. And it will give you a very simple way on a regular basis to uh, sleep better at night, to see how you, all this work you're putting in is uh, going to pay off to uh, help you put more money in your pocket and not waste uh, your hard-earned time, money, resources uh, when, it, when you don't have to. Yeah, right. And Greg, this is so powerful what, what you're sharing with us because, you know, you, you may be running a couple practices, but, you know, when you start breaking them down, you may actually find out practice one is actually, you know, supplying all the profits for practice two and three. And, and, and those things are on life support. And, or, you know, you may find all your practices are great, but until you run the numbers, you just don't know, do you? No, you absolutely don't. Oh. Yeah. So what are some other kind of common reports that, you know, business owners should really be paying attention to and looking at at a regular basis? Well, my favorite, one of my favorite reports is, uh, and the absolutely necessary report in accounting is a general ledger, which has to absolutely be uh, seen on a uh, regular basis because... Um, I, I, I'm going to stop you for, for just yeah. a quick second right there. Yeah. I don't think I've had anyone ever say, my favorite report is a general <laughs> ledger. So, so right, this is what makes you so good at what you do, right? And I, you say my favorite, right? Most people are like, a general what? Do I get out of a store? So, so talk to us about a general ledger. What is it? What goes into it? And, and how can you use that as a tool to make good, sound, strategic business decisions? Well, the general ledger is the foundation of your before you even go anywhere. Because and everybody I work with, I send them the general ledger. I say, review this. Whether they know what it is or they don't, they got to learn how to use a general ledger before they're going to work with me. Because you have to see where the numbers are going. I mean, you could have somebody doing your bookkeeping and then they're putting everything in these strange categories and your, your P&L is completely a, a mess. I mean, it, it makes no sense. So you you take that general ledger on a monthly basis. You see where each transaction that went in, went out of your bank account is actually classified to. And once you are con confirmed that that is correct, it takes you, I don't even know, 10 minutes to go through it on a monthly basis, depending on what you have, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe. And uh, you go there and then you can start. Once your general ledger is reviewed and confirmed, that's when you can move to a PL, and that's when you can start making strategic decisions. Before you review that general ledger, you're not going anywhere. All right. So, so it really has to start with just everything coming in and everything going out. It's very simple, but it has to be done. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, and so, right. So, so you review that general ledger, you, you, you make sure things are, are matching up and, and now you've got a P&L, right? Walk us through just some of those common items that, that most business owners aren't paying attention to or kind of commonly miss things. Okay. So now you got, you heard me get all excited about the general ledger, right? Yeah. Or so just, you can't imagine how excited I'm going to be when I tell you about the P&L. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, I love it. Okay. So we don't just pull a P&L, but we pull a P&L by month. Okay. So you, uh, you pull it, let's say we're in, you want to do it maybe like, you know, you, you do it by month, typically year to date. So let's just say we're in January. So we we're in February right now. You want to pull February, January, and then maybe a few months before that, just so you get a good snapshot. Let's say a six month snapshot. And uh, maybe even, no, sorry, let's do a 12-month snapshot, okay? 
And then you can see how each month is different. And uh, because if you just pull, let's say your January report, you know, great, you see good numbers, you get to see, but you don't get to see compared to uh, how, how you did in previous months. So then I could say, all of a sudden you see that January is uh, 50% down from February. You're gonna say, well, what the heck happened in February? What the hell, what, what's going on in January? You know, like, uh, why did this happen? And And all of a sudden, the business starts to unravel. Everything makes sense. You find the pieces of why all of a sudden the expenses went up 30%. You didn't even know anything was happening. You thought your, your income was going up. And then you find that you're wasting money on all this stuff you didn't even know about, or you're spending all this time and energy on revenue items, on revenue, uh, yeah, revenue items that, uh, you know, are not even bringing in any revenue. But you, you, in your mind, for some reason, you thought that they were because you're all the way dug deep and looking people's teeth. And then all of a sudden in, uh, in your uh, practice number four, where you're not even hanging out that much, you got all this stuff going on you don't even know about because you're all focused on one thing and who knows what's going on over there. So when you pull these P&Ls, the business and the story unravels, and that is when you start to transform and find major strategic opportunities to uh, create a whole new financial reality for yourself. Wow, um, that, that's so powerful, right? And what you hear Greg talking about, right? You really want to pay attention to this because the numbers do tell a story. And, and, and I would argue it's not your job as the dentist to be the one to actually figure out what the story is saying, right? You want to interpret and then make decisions based on that story. And you want to engage people who know these numbers and can help you interpret them. So, for example, you know, I I, I, you know, when I hire people, I like to work with a behavioral analysis to really help me read that person, understand what's going on. And, you know, I get all the reports, but I don't want to read them. I book some time on his calendar because in half an hour, he can tell me more than what it would take me six hours to read all the reports and figure out. And the same is true with this is, is you're really leaning on an expert who can come in and pull that P&L, run a couple reports, and in an hour, probably tell you what it would take you six, seven or 10 hours to figure out on your own. Absolutely. There's there's no uh, amount of whatever uh, that that can be matched by just bringing in somebody uh, along with you on the ride, whether whatever it is. I mean, the just having that uh, accountability and knowledge and support from somebody else in an area that you absolutely need is just it's fundamental. I mean, whether it's the part time CFO or the part time whatever or whoever it is, uh, you know, just bringing in that support when you're running a business and trying to. Uh, make good decisions at the same time, worrying about people's teeth or health and everything else. Um, you know, you need support. You can't do all these things by yourself. Yeah, very true. And so, yeah. you know, this whole concept of, you know, fractional part-time CFO, CFO for hire, you know, typically, right, when someone engages with you, what does that relationship look like? How do they get started down this road? Okay, first thing first is uh, we set up a budget, Okay. And uh, so we can really kind of dissect the numbers, understand where everything is, get kind of a feel for the company, get, you know, a, uh, an understanding of where the business owner is and what they really are clear about in their business. And then once the budget is set up, then the next step is to set up, is to start, uh, is to make sure everything's reconciled up to date with the bank statements. And um, then the next thing is to start uh, reviewing P&Ls and, uh, you know, pulling that first P&L doing a profit and loss versus uh, the budget. So you do an actual versus budget report. And if that doesn't open up your eyes around a what will, you have an idea, you have a feeling of what your business is making. Then you see what the actuals versus the budgets are. And you're like, what the heck? This is completely not what I've been doing. And I've been doing this for 30 years. 
And then all of a sudden I look at the business and it's completely something is, you know, totally not it. But, you know, of course we're, you know, you're the business owner, you, you know, you, you got tunnel vision on what you're looking at. And uh, sometimes you're just not looking at, at the whole big picture. So, uh, so as I said, budget, well, number one, make sure everything's up to date and reconciled. Number two, uh, uh, create a budget. Number three, we uh, look at that PL. And uh, if we need to adjust the budget, we adjust the budget. And uh, then we start, and uh, it's a, a regular basis on a regular basis of reviewing those PLs versus uh, previous months and reviewing the PL versus the actual versus the budget. And uh, just moving forward, making decisions, getting things on track, getting yourself uh, with a clear head and a way to kind of sleep sounder because you really understand and you're clear on your business. The, the holes and the things that you were worrying about, they start to unravel and they start to come off of you because you, are, you have that clarity that you probably didn't have before. And uh, obviously I have passion about it because I see it on a daily basis when the person has the knowledge, the insight, the tools to really be clear on the on the thing that they're working so hard on that they were like kind of in the dark about for so long, then that's when uh you know the person just changes. Yeah, no, so so true. And I know for many business owners, right, a lot of services and people they engage with, it's not so much even an issue of cost. It's an issue of how much time is this going to take me. And and when you start thinking about the the businesses you work with, the the business owners who are really growing and, and scaling and doing things right, right, what kind of time commitment should we be putting into our business to to understand these numbers? Is it an hour a week? Is it you know five hours a day? Is it an hour a month? I mean, right, what kind of time commitment from a, a business owner should we be dedicating to this? Because because I would argue this is an activity just like going to the gym just like taking care of your health you need to be spending time on this it's not an optional thing no i mean you could start one time a month for an hour hour and a half can get you uh light years ahead of where you are uh if you want to add in another time a month uh great i think it's i think that would be basically the the way where i would start but just one time a month hour hour and a half Transform your life, transform your business, transform everything. I 100% would uh, would recommend that for any business owner. Really? So, so really, right? An investment as little as three to four hours a month can really start having a big impact on your business then. Absolutely. 100%. Right. I, I don't know where you can get that kind of a big ROI on, on the time that you have, because that, that's the that's the thing none of us get more of. And we want to make sure we are spending our time in a wise way. And so, you know, a couple hours a month can really transform your business if you're paying attention and working on the, the right things. There you go. Yep. 100 percent, man. So, right, we talked about some of the, those key financial reports, right? We talked about going through the general ledger, tracking everything coming in and out. We talked about, you know, looking at the, the P&L and really paying attention to it on the, the monthly basis. And, and that way, you know, why cash may be coming in and out at, at different times. Is there anything else that you would draw our attention to and say, hey, this is, this is probably worth looking at also? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different metrics that you can that you can do to help you. Uh, you know, there's like a revenue growth metric, which is a great metric. And whenever you do a metric, I highly recommend that it's on a six month uh, trail, like a six month trail. So you can kind of see each month you see the difference in how you did on all the previous months. So you don't just as I always said, as I said before, you don't just want to pull one month because then you can't really see how things did in the past. And if you're moving in the right, if you got a good trajectory or you're going down, you're going up, 
you want to make sure that you kind of see that uh, uh, continual growth or continual decline, but at least you uh, have a good understanding of which direction you are going. So a revenue, the, the revenue growth model, the revenue growth metric that I recommend is let's say you're in January. So you take your January revenue, you subtract it from, let's say the January 2020 revenue, and you put those, let's say in brackets and you divide it by your January 20th revenue. Okay. So you got your January 21st revenue minus your January 2020 revenue divided by your January 2020 revenue. That will give you a revenue growth model. So you can see how your revenue is growing uh, based on last year's number. And then you would have that number and then you would have all previous for the fast, last five years. And then when you pull your report on your, regu on your regular monthly basis, you uh, would, would be able to see on the last six months how your revenue has grown for the last six months uh, compared to last year. So that's a, a big metric that I highly recommend people do. Okay, excellent. Well, yeah. Greg, we've been talking about a lot of stuff. And I know so often, once again, you know, as dentists, as business owners listen to this, it can feel overwhelming, right? Oh my gosh, I got to get all these reports going and my general ledgers. And so, right, you talk to me a little bit about, right, once again, kind of how we can get started with you. You know, what does that process look like, right? Let's, let's say I've got those four or five practices and, and everything's a mess. I've never separated everything out. And all of a sudden, the, the idea of me having to create budgets for every little category, that just scares me to death. It makes my, my heart pitter-patter a little bit. And so, you know, talk to me a little about how you can help make this process easy and, and actually, you know, in a way that we can implement these things. Okay. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I would, obviously this is a passion of mine and I would absolutely love to uh, offer a free session to anybody that would love to uh, get that going, get either like a free budget session going or a, a P&L review where we can pull a P&L, do it from uh, as I said, last 12 months, we can see how things are going. We can uh, analyze the PL, go line by line, see how things are, things how, how things have progressed. But uh, I absolutely would recommend the free budget uh, consultation, and uh, you know that only leads to moving your business in the right direction because it takes you from the vision of what you hope for to creating the vision actually happening. And uh, I'm sure that once uh, the budget is set up. Uh, you know, most people have a lightning uh, kind of light go off in their head that says, oh, I thought I was here, but I really want to be here. And uh, so that is the first step. Uh, after, of course, everything is reconciled, we can't really even start. So make sure all bank statements are uh, in there. Everything's reconciled up to date. And then if you'd be interested in getting a budget set up, uh, just let me know. Give me a call. Shoot me an email. And uh, that is the uh, first step in you transforming your business transforming your mind and uh, enjoying enjoying your uh, your daily work a lot better because when your mind is free, you're knowledgeable, you have insight and insight into what's going on, everything sort of comes together. So I just highly recommend everybody, if you are feeling that just uh, br uh, that yoke on top of you that you know that you just don't you're not enjoying working in your company because you just don't feel that you have a grasp on everything that you should have, this is the way to start. Okay, so so really, right? Start with the budget. Just just get that snapshot of of where you are, so that you can start making better business decisions. And I'm guessing this is something you can help coordinate with their existing accountant or bookkeepers. And and so, right, me as the business owner, I can say, Greg, let's do this. And and here's my CPA. Here's my bookkeeper. Can you go get the numbers from them? Because I got no idea how to find them. Absolutely, no, absolutely. The uh, yeah, we're we're. Uh... 
me and the bookkeeper are good friends. Like they are part of the they are part of the team. And uh, without them being excellent at their job, I can't do my job. The business owner can't do can't do their job. And so yes, it it all starts with it starts with the bookkeeper and accounting person. Excellent. And so, Greg, how can we find out more? How can we get in touch with you to take advantage of this this wonderful offer and this free budget session with you? Sure. Uh, shoot me an email at greg at actionnowcfo.com. Okay. Excellent. So, and that's the, the website also? Yeah. So, again, greg at actionnowcfo.com. And then the website is actionnowcfo.com. Excellent. And, and I'll put the, the links below if you'd like to get in, in touch with Greg. But I, I would encourage you take advantage of this, right? Take a look at your budget, figure out what your business looks like, right? There's no harm in, in, in seeing what's going in, what's coming out. You can only head upwards if you do something like this. And, and it's one of the best investments that you can make with your time is getting an understanding of your numbers because your business, right? Dental, right? Dental Wealth Nation, we want you to build that amazing life of significance and the engine to do it. It's your business. You got to have a healthy, well-running business and, and understanding your books, understanding your financials. So key to doing that. And so Greg, any, any final thoughts before we, we sign off here? No, but I just got to say, Tim, you do a great podcast, man. Oh, and well, uh, next time I just got to get better lighting. So, uh, but uh, I really appreciate you having me on here to uh, share what I'm passionate about. And um, I look forward to hopefully connecting with some of your listeners and I uh, wish you much success, man. You got to, you do a great job and, uh, and I, I loved it. It was uh, really fun. So appreciate it. Well, good. No, uh, hey, thrilled to have you on. Thank you for sharing so generously with our audience and uh, we'll sign off here, but uh, thanks for, for tuning in to another edition of Dental or Dental Wealth Nation. We changed the name. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com. 